Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. My name is Adam, and I am your host once again this week, filling in for Jeff, who is dealing with a family situation, and as such, we will not make jokes. Uh, this is episode 135 of 205 Live, coming hot off the heels of the first and hopefully only edition of the Stomping Grounds pay-per-view, and we have a brand new cruiserweight champion in Drew Gulak, who took the title in a fantastic match on the kickoff show on Sunday. Here is hoping that Drew can be a more entertaining champion than Tony Nese was, but I feel like that would be the same as saying, here's hoping that this taco has more flavor than that piece of printer paper over there. So let's jump right into it. We start with a video recap of the triple threat match at Stomping Grounds and the fact that Tony Nese was not the one who got pinned to lose his cruiserweight championship. Then Drew himself gives us a little speech. Drew says the pillars of 205 Live are weak. He gave up on making a better 205 Live so that he could focus on making a better Drew Gulak. He did everything it took stripping 205 Live to its bare bones and giving up everything unnecessary, like Jack Gallagher, in order to become Cruiserweight Champion. Apparently, he and Tony have a match at Extreme Rules. Then we get your opening video. The opening video still has Jack Gallagher grinning evilly, even though I think technically he's a good guy now. To the arena and your main event tonight is Akira Tozawa versus Tony Nese for the opportunity to face Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship at Extreme Rules. So, either Drew just gave us a spoiler, or I misunderstood the last sentence of his promo. Could be either one. Could be. Enter Jack Gallagher. They talk about how Gallagher must be feeling seeing his former friend Drew Gulak as cruiserweight champion. His opponent is your 205 Live power couple, Mike and Maria Canellas. Not that he's facing both of them, mind you, but, I mean, she's obviously going to get involved. Mike and Maria look particularly hot in their matching leather jackets, and Maria in her tight pleather leggings. The bell rings, the two men circle, and then for some reason we get a one-shot of Jack Gallagher's ass. Mike takes Jack's arms and wrenches them behind his back. Jack tries to escape with a flip, but Mike manages to hold on and then on the mat puts his feet on Jack's shoulders and just straight up tries to pull Jack's arms off. Jack does his headstand on the corner spot and Mike eats a drop kick. He avoids the baseball slide, but when Jack goes to throw him into the barricade, Maria stops him, allowing Mike to shove Jack into the ring post. Gallagher almost gets counted out, but manages to slide in at 8, instead of accidentally getting counted out like he did a couple weeks ago. This puts Mike firmly in control. Commentary continues the story that perhaps Drake no longer has the best interests of 205 Live in mind now that he is busy chasing R-Truth and the 24-7 championship, pointing out that Canales may have a very valid argument in terms of Drake's competency as 205 Live general manager right now. 
Canellis hooks Gallagher for perhaps a top rope fisherman suplex, but Jack fights him off. Jack leaps, but Canellis gets his boots up. A big slam and a cover only gets a two for Mike. Canellis hits a super kick and rolls up Gallagher, but the referee catches Mike with a handful of tights and waves off the count. Mike argues with the referee about this, which leads to a big headbutt from Gallagher, and he falls on top of Canellis, and that is your pinfall victory. After the match, Mike is visibly upset. He tells Maria to go back there and tell him, says he's done, he's not going back there, and he walks off, leaving Maria on the ramp, looking confused. Cameras then follow Canellis up through the crowd, and the commentators ask if Mike Canellis has just quit. Spoiler alert. No. To the desk, where they have no idea what's going on. They promote the main event later tonight between Akira Tozawa and Tony Nese, and then we go to Tony in the locker room, who refuses to make excuses for losing his belt on Sunday. Elsewhere, Akira is upset that he let opportunity slip through his fingers on Sunday, and tonight he swears it will not happen again. Elsewhere, Drake Maverick is on the phone with Mike Kanellis, so Mike wasn't going to tell him, so he called him to tell him? Or maybe Drake was leaving Mike a voicemail? Either way, Drake is upset, and he blames Mike for this. Enter Umberto Carrillo and his stupid cape, which means we're about to have a meaningless squash match in the middle of 205 Live again. His opponent is some tattooed fuck named Rob Rolandbeck. Sure. Umberto barely hits a missile dropkick, then drags Rolandbeck into the corner for that twisting moonsault and the pin. Woo-hoo. Aiden then calls Umberto easy on the eyes. They're not even trying to hide it at this point, are they? We go back to last week and Arya Davari getting himself disqualified with a chair and then beating the shit out of Oni Lorcan. Backstage, Blondie is with Arya. Arya reminds us that Oni made him need stitches and cost him a shot at the Cruiserweight Championship. Then Oni wails on him with a chair out of nowhere and beats the crap out of him while sounding like Gollum. It's incredibly creepy and that's why last week Elsewhere, the Lucha House Party cut a selfie promo. Lince Dorado says that Drake has okayed a rematch next week, tornado tag style. Main event time now as Tony Nese takes on Akira Tozawa for the right to lose to Drew Gulak at Extreme Rules in three weeks. Akira proves that he's more worthy of becoming cruiserweight champion as he comes out in silver attire, like the belt, while, whereas Tony has abandoned the 205 Live colored getup he had on Sunday for red and white gear here tonight. Back and forth, a very physical match, including Tozawa hitting that diving torpedo headbutt on Nice, which sends him careening across the announce table. Akira hits a much better missile dropkick than Umberto did and gets a two-count from it. Tony powers out of the iron octopus, nearly dropping Akira on his head in the process. Then it becomes a slugfest. Akira avoids the springboard moonsault, but not the backflip tope. Then another springboard moonsault is successful, but only gets a two. How is it that Tony Nice is... So entertaining and enjoyable to watch here, but was so 
goddamn boring as cruiserweight champion? Tozawa blocks a superplex, then Tony blocks the subsequent sunset powerbomb. Akira manages to prevent Tony from doing whatever counter he was attempting and nails a Canadian destroyer, but Nice avoids the subsequent senton, and both men are dead. They replay the destroyer, and it looks brutal, as all hell. The two men trade near falls, and then Tony tries a powerbomb into the corner, but Akira hits the bottom rope really awkwardly. He manages to break the pin by getting his foot on the bottom rope. Tozawa avoids the running niece with a snap German for two. He also avoids the second one. They trade blows and counters until niece catches Akira in that package reverse tombstone and pins him for three. Your winner, moving on to his rematch at Extreme Rules, Tony Nice. Like I said before, the match was good. Expectedly so. I mean, uh, it's these two guys. But that really speaks to how lame Tony's title reign was. I don't get it. Tony offers a hand, helps Tozawa up, and they hug, and I sincerely expected Akira to kick Tony's face off once Tony's back was turned, but it does not happen. We get the Extreme Rules graphic advertising the Cruiserweight Championship match. Tony continues to celebrate, and that is how we go off the air. Overall, a very good episode of 205 Live this week. Gallagher and Canellas had a very good match. Nothing happened between the two matches. And Akira and Tony had a very good match. I don't understand why they can't just stick with the two matches a week thing. Or if you have to have three matches, don't have the middle match just be a squash. Do like three 15-minute matches or 15, 10, 20 the job match in the middle does not prove anything to anyone except that Umberto can backflip. That's basically all we learned tonight. That does it for Hurry Up and Cruiserweight this week. I know it is a short one. I apologize for that, but uh, that's what happens when these things are last minute. Uh, head on over to rundownwrestling.com to vote in the tournament if you have not made your picks yet for this week. Enjoy all the shows on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Become a patron at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling for exclusive episodes and shows. I am off to go record uh, Making the Grade for Sunday and then uh, the next episode of WrestleMania Salvation. So I will talk to you both. Uh, I will talk to you during both of those later on this week and later on this month. And Jeff himself should be back here next week to present you with more 205 Live Action. See you.